everyone. I'm Amanda of Soul Rays, here to facilitate your connection with the stars on your ascension process. Today, I'm going to be going over the astrological forecast for the week of June 1st through June 8th of 2021. So without further ado, let's dive into it. So right off the bat on June 1st, um, the moon is going into uh, Pisces and will conjunct Jupiter and trine Venus. So what does this mean? Well, emotions are power. We create through our words, but what is a word without the emotion backing it, right? We can become conscious of the words we use and we become aware of what we are creating, right? When we become conscious of it, we are aware of what we're creating. And so what emotions are we using to back our words? Asking ourselves what words like freedom, social justice, and boundaries, what they mean to us, will help clarify what our own truth is. So the moon in astrology, one of its aspects is representative of our emotional body. And Jupiter loves to expand the energy that it touches. So with the moon and Jupiter together, it's going to heighten this Pisces energy. And it's going to be important to find a spiritual practice that will ground the soul in the body so that we can flow through life's challenges with ease, grace, and compassion. With such an amplification of Pisces energy on June 1st, it can be hard for us to um, have a human experience because there might be a need to escape something. However, with the trine to Venus and Gemini, that can help bring much needed clarity to a situation or to your daily life or some sort of experience that you've been having where the Pisces, you know, we have Jupiter and Neptune right now in Pisces. So that can cause a lot of confusion, have a lot of weird thoughts and feelings around certain uh, areas in your life, depending on where Pisces is in your chart. So we want to make sure that we're seeing things clearly. And so with this trying to Venus, we'll be able to see things a lot more clearly and dispel any uh, delusions that we might have been experiencing from perhaps a past wound. Because, you know, one thing with Pisces energy, it is getting in touch with soul, source consciousness, having a spiritual experience, being one with the sea of one, right, with all that is. However, at the same time, it can show us in the traditional aspect of astrology, hidden enemies. And a lot of times the hidden enemy is ourself. So to be really aware of that, what's, what's coming up in your mind and is it real or is it some sort of lie that we have bought into that needs to be dispelled? So these three planets together create the perfect recipe for creating from our heart. 
Gemini is a wonderful energy and it's devoted all to what we want to birth from our heart. Venus embodies when she's in Gemini, that playful Tinkerbell energy where it's spicy and loves to laugh and loves to play and have fun and lighthearted. But at the same time, maybe play a practical joke on somebody that you love <laughs> just for fun. And under this line of Gemini, she often embodies that rainbow goddess energy, which is iridescence, shimmery. It's like this beautiful mermaid radiance almost that's just pure sunshine for your psyche and for your uh, and for the loved ones around you, for the environment that you're creating. Um, so on June 1st, this is her last day in Gemini, Venus, we're talking about. So now would be the time to reflect on the past month to understand what Venus might have taught you. What new information, insights, and guidance have you learned over the past three weeks? And how can you integrate that, the new information, into your heart and move forward with that because Gemini energy, you know, the sun's in Gemini right now too. So Gemini energy is about learning from your daily experiences, taking information and knowledge from those experiences, and then storing them within the mind for later use. It's, you're not accumulating energy and you're not um, having these experiences for no reason, they're all happening to prepare us for whatever is to come on our path. So June 2nd, around 10 o'clock in the morning, Venus is going to enter Cancer. And when Venus enters Cancer, she's going to help us assist in healing wounds around the mother archetype. Um, show us how we can show up for ourselves by tending to our own hearts while being of service to those in our daily lives, our personal lives, our tribe, those around us that we know who need us the most. Through all of these heart-based love experiences, we also receive the opportunity to take ownership for the emotions that we have, okay? So the emotions come from the sacral and from the heart chakra. And so we have to become aware of the feelings that we have in our gut area and in our heart space. Whenever we have a feeling about something, it's the emotional body that sends us a message to the physical, to the consciousness, because there's information that we need to pay attention to. Nobody can make us feel anything we don't want to feel. We can't be angry unless we permission ourselves to be that, okay? We have to permission, we permission it all actually. And this isn't to say that we control the emotions, okay? We don't want to control the emotions by, by recognizing, uh -oh, I'm about to have maybe a negative feeling, might be anger or jealousy or whatever. Allow yourself to have those emotions because those emotions are going to help you become aware of maybe the triggers that we have of the emotional patterns that we might need to break, or maybe a subconscious programming that's running that needs to be rewritten. All of the emotions that we have is a direct line to becoming aware of something within that needs to be tended to, okay? So let the information come in. Um, 
do with it what you feel is needed, and then release those emotions back to source consciousness by letting go of attachment. Don't attach to your emotion or any emotion, even joy, excitement, love. Don't attach to any of it because when we attach to the emotion, say, I want to attach myself to to an experience of divine, unconditional love. But when I attach to that emotion, I then create this vibration of lack because by attaching to it and saying, oh, I really need to hold on to this feeling of unconditional love because I don't know when the next time it's going to happen or what if I let go of it, it never comes back And I never feel that again. And that is that vibration of lack. So we have to be aware of uh, the frequencies that we are creating by the emotions that we hold throughout the day. And so Venus and Cancer will really help us initiate us into how we can create our reality through the power of our emotions. And of course, words, as we will learn with the sun in Gemini, So yeah, so be conscious of your emotional and physical body. And then on June 3rd, the sun in Gemini is going to trine Saturn directly at 13 degrees in Cancer. There's a lot going on this day. And then the moon and Neptune in Pisces will square Mercury. And that's going to be a a big doozy for our minds. So let's I'm going to break it down. So having the sun in Gemini can be wonderful to help make sense of the Saturn retrograde period in Aquarius. All right. During this time, there's going to be a lot of potential to get caught up in experiments that aren't in your best interest or our best interest. Be discerning about what you are participating in and why you are doing it. Okay. Saturn in Aquarius is going to teach us how to be in an individual in that sea of one of them, you know, being a part of all that is source consciousness, but we don't want to fall into that trap of becoming a clone of something. Um, everybody needs to maintain their unique individual essence because when we shine as our unique selves, together, yes, we are creating that collective, but we are also contributing our own light and our own frequency, which is what the crystalline grid of the earth needs for her body to also ascend. We need it to ascend and so does planet earth. So don't forget to honor yourself during these confusing times. Um, When Mercury first went retrograde, it was, it's doing a square to, to Neptune, but with the moon there, conjunct Neptune, right next to Neptune during the square, it can really make um, the right now feel very confusing. You might not even know what's real to you and what is an illusion. Um, and it can be really tempting to do the shadow of Saturn in Aquarius, which would be to blindly follow authority figures. So honor your, if we honor ourselves during these confusing times and really be honest about who we are and what we are aligned with, we can go through the, this transit easier than if we were to deny ourselves. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> every time I do astrology videos, my nose runs. So the moon in Pisces squaring Mercury will make some people feel as if they're losing their minds. It's a hard transit on mental health. Okay. Um, so that's why in the beginning on June 1st, it would be really wise to do a spiritual practice to help you connect into source consciousness and your higher self so that you can be more discerning and won't get lost in the deceptions that are playing out around us. So you want to know what your truth is, your truth, not the truth that society or other people would like you to have, what is true for you and use your connection to source as a guide through the fog. If you don't have a solid connection to source, branch out and experiment with things. Do something that you feel called to do that's in close alignment with what you feel uh, gives you that picture of what a spiritual practice looks like because everyone's practices are going to be different. We're all different. A spiritual practice could be just getting out in the sun, allowing yourself to sit in the sunshine for 10 minutes with your bare feet in the grass or taking a walk, something, anything that allows you to connect with true nature, which is, of course, the inner landscape of your soul and the outside environment. So with that being said, we also want to have faith and trust in our spirit. That's a big one coming through. Um, I mean, you know, Pisces is it really has two planets. It has Neptune and Jupiter. And Jupiter is all about having faith and trust in yourself, in your spirit, okay? And since Jupiter is in Pisces, I feel this would be a really good theme to, to explore, is how can you have faith in yourself? Not really putting blind faith into a spiritual truth or you know a, a organized religion or whatnot but really just putting it into your own truth so now is not the time to blindly follow we don't want to do that there's lots of confusion around what it is we want to do okay and i have noticed in my own self i know exactly what i want to do but sometimes i don't want to do it and with Mars uh, and Cancer, okay, Mars and Cancer trining Neptune at the same time, and of course the moon, because there are, it's all happening together, <clears throat> it can be difficult to take action. It's like you, you lose that lust for life while Mars is in Cancer. You don't want to do anything. We don't want to get up and put in the work, really. It, it takes effort to say, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do what I love. Um, and at the same time, you know, there's energies going around us that are really malefic. They're not nice. Very dark energy is, you know, is we're being bombarded with it. And it's because it wants to knock us off our path. Because if we're knocked off our path, we're not going to fall into our purpose work. And our purpose work unlocks basically our divine genome, which then helps us live a beautiful, abundant heaven on earth reality. So it's like this chain reaction that happens. It's a domino effect. So you want to make sure that you are putting in the time and effort into the things that you love. 
Okay. It's this now is not a time to sit back, relax, and just sit on our butts all day and escape reality. This is the time to take action. Okay. And of course, you know, with this Mars and cancer, and then you have Uranus and Taurus energy, um, it can be hard to move forward. But if we tap into that Saturn and Aquarius energy, Saturn can teach us how to stay disciplined, how to go beyond that constriction of form and create a massive momentum that will propel us forward in creating that heaven on earth, earth reality with more ease and joy in our lives. So, you know, it can be, it can be quite a challenge, but at the same time, it can be really great. So it all depends on how you want to work with the energies. You know, it can suck you down into confusion and feel like, you know, going into sloth mode, or it can empower you by, you know, by simply paying attention in every now moment that you encounter and seeing the patterns that are unfolding in your life. How amazing is that? <laughs> Okay, so June 4th, Moon in Aries is conjuncting Chiron, Chiron and Aries, and they together are trining the south node in Sagittarius. So this is a fairly positive and empowering transit. So on this day, our self-worth comes up for review. The moon will help us become aware of feelings of lack and low worth in ourselves okay where are you feeling lack where are you feeling unworthy of whatever however let me start over <laughs> where are you feeling unworthy of fulfilling a desire what areas of your life do you feel not worthy of receiving in okay Aries is cardinal fire, so it wants to begin something new. It loves new chapters, new beginnings, new ventures, new projects. It's all very exciting. But in order for us to get these you know, new chapters and beginnings and ventures started in our lives, we have to get real with what we are afraid of. Because when, the, when Chiron is in Aries, there's always a fear that we need to uncover to help get us to that spiritual gold that that energy wants to give us because he is the wounded healer, but he's also the teacher and the redeemer. And so there's a lot of um, spiritual empowerment, soul empowerment that comes from Chiron and Aries. Uh, this energy wants to show us that we are indeed worth it. So that spiritual gold that we can get from this day can help us continue on our path of an unending self-discovery. Because once we discover one layer, there's always another layer that needs to be unearthed. And there's always a part of us that needs more love and attention and to feel that yes, that it is worthy. We are worthy of receiving love or whatever it is that we desire. And oftentimes our fears are always created in our minds. A lot of times it's given to us. So when we confront the fear and transmute it into excitement, that Aries adventure can be revealed. So with the trying to South Node in Sagittarius, that is mutable fire, we'll have another opportunity to let go of truth that is not ours, that was given to us. 
that we may even feel like it is my truth, but you're very, you know, dogmatic about it. Um, remember, there is only, there is no one right truth, okay? There is your truth, but there's also other people's truths and you don't have to agree with it. Sagittarius likes to do away with duality, okay? It's about just realizing that there's space for everybody to have their own, their own, uh, yeah, their own uh, code of truth, right? So, and it's also mutable fire. So it likes to always be in constant change and motion, and it's a feminine creative energy. There's no place for logic here when it comes to Sagittarius, although Aries is a masculine energy, but it, it also is receiving. Um, so you want to make sure that you're getting more into your soul's creative genius on this day so that that bigger picture your bigger picture can be unveiled to you because you know when we have the south node it's always it's always there to help us release something so with the moon and chiron together we're going to release something within our emotional body could be an emotional pattern we're addicted to that's keeping us from embodying a healthy self-esteem or feeling like we are worthy of the whatever experience we are desiring, or that you're worthy of having that adventure and not feeling guilty of going out to explore. Aries also is all about, you know, you're doing things in the name of self-discovery, discovering who you are. So with this energy together, you're discovering who you are while also releasing the parts of you that aren't. So it's a very cleansing transit. And June 5th, Mars and Cancer is going to oppose opposite, is going to be opposite of Pluto and Capricorn. So Mars and Cancer is very feely, right? And it can make us feel like, mm, like we're back in our teenagers. Um, so if we want to put it into like a stereotype teen experience, we can say this is a vibe of a stubborn teenager, Mars, who's being told what to do by his father, Pluto, and Mars doesn't want to do it, but Mars knows he has to listen to Pluto because Pluto is right. And that there are things that we have to deal with. Okay. Um, and as adults, we may feel like we know it all or that we know what's best for ourselves and for the people that we care about. However, do we really, of course we don't know it all, but a lot of us feel so attached to our truth that we will claim that we know what's going on, but we really don't. We only know what's going on within ourselves. However, this energy is bringing awareness to what we have been avoiding. And that's avoiding, you know, there are emotions, but really avoiding the things that we need to address. And up to this point, there might be something that you need to address that maybe you've been avoiding, or maybe some kind of issue, or maybe having some kind of talk with a loved one. There's, if there's something that you're scared to look at, now is the time to face it. So if we use the Chiron and moon energy of the day before from Aries, it can assist us at looking at the things that we've been avoiding. Um, 
And then once you do, once we do look at those things that we've been avoiding, um, we will be granted or given the gift of relief. Because when we look at these things that we've been afraid to tend to, we often discover that we were afraid for no reason. We were building up the problem in our mind. Like the, the, the problem that we had in our mind was nowhere near the, the actual physical manifestation of the problem. Okay, so it's an opportunity to dispel fears and to see how we grow the fear in our mind and that we can project that fear out into reality through emotions, even if it's not the actual physical manifested reality. So we don't want to ignore these things. We want to face them head on. And if we choose to ignore them, to you know, ignore the things that need to be tended to, well, then the solar eclipse that's happening five days later will feel like a volatile explosion. Okay, it will feel like somebody came into your house and kicked over your coffee table. It will be that in your face. So as sovereign beings, we always have free will, the ability to choose. In every situation, we get to choose if we're going to confront something or not. And, trans and transits, astrology transits, always give us another opportunity to transmute our fears and to go deeper into ourselves and to uncover who we truly are. So if there's something that you just can't manage to look at right now, know that there will be another opportunity, but why not face it now? Because when we put something off for a later time, it usually gets worse and worse and worse as time goes on. And with this, with the transits, there's a lot of powerful transits that are happening this summer. If we keep putting it off, those transits are going to compound on itself and they're going to feel volatile. They're going to feel chaotic and they are going to get in your face and create situations in life where you will have the choice of no choice, but to address that pink elephant in the room. So if there's stuff that you need to take care of, now's the time to just do it, just face it. And I bet you if you face it, it won't be as bad as you thought. And then June 8th, that brings us to next Tuesday, June 8th, moon conjuncts the black moon Lilith in Taurus. And they're going to be in the vicinity of the fixed star Algol. And they trine Pluto and Capricorn. So Pluto and Capricorn is a big player this week. So as before, I mean, I feel like this could be a shadow week because, you know, we're looking at a lot of the things inside of ourselves that create suffering, but this can be light. It doesn't have to be focusing always on the bad, just being present in the moment and seeing what's going on within yourself, taking personal inventory. But the shadow work that's coming around here with Black Moon Lilith is in the earthly plane, um, revolving around material matters and feeling like, you know, like getting into the haves and haves not like I have this, I don't have that, they have this, I want that, right? So it's always when Black Moon Lilith is in Taurus, she's always creating scenarios and situations that will bring up 
fear around lack of resources and material needs. So Black Moon Lilith is all about addressing our fears of what we feel like we don't have. We feel like we don't ha have some kind of um, resource that will give us security. It can make us hoard money and spiral out into a never ending cycle of lack. But with the trying to Pluto, we can tear down these limiting beliefs to replace them with the truth. And the truth is, we are always surrounded in an abundant environment. We are abundance. Nature is always producing an abundance. And how does nature produce an abundance? Well, through love, through care from the sun, earth, humans tending to the planets, giving bird seed to the birds, watering the grass, you know, it's um, putting our awareness into something, our love and awareness. So some of us may even have many incarnations uprooted, you know, that we, when we were uprooted, homeless, um, starving, and these things were all created in these incarnations that were that were devastations beyond our control. And I'm talking about my Chiron and Taurus friends. <laughs> you know who I'm talking to and Black Moon Lilith and Taurus peeps. Um, if you're somebody who's con always concerned about being homeless, not having enough, not having enough food, not having enough money, not having enough clothes, or feeling like you need the best of the best, the best clothes, the best car, the uh, it's material based, um, you probably have had an incarnation where these things that gave you safety and security and helped you feel supported were taken from you. So this is the time now to release all these old traumas, wounds, and beliefs. We can replace them with something new. We can, by just acknowledging that there could be a possibility of having an incarnation that, you know, devastated our soul, we can go in and do some soul healing with that. We can go in and rewrite the script of our subconsciousness through practices like meditation, journeying into the Akashic records, communicating with our higher self, whether it's through prayer or through um, journaling, you know, that can, we can ask our higher selves to help us clear our timelines from these wounds and trauma. And we can go into the stellar star of the earth and ask her for assistance. There's so many really cool metaphysical practices that we can do. Whichever one that you're drawn to, I say explore and see what you can do with that because there's a lot of potential for soul healing and cleansing during this time. So hopefully that wasn't too heavy for you. Um, it seems these transits are giving us the perfect cosmic soup to swim in just in time for the powerful total solar eclipse that's going to take place on June 10th. So if we use these energies right, we can really empower us and even pick up on the cool things that our energy can do in order to create whatever situation or opportunity we want because moon and moon and Chiron and Aries is telling us we are worth it. We are worthy of pursuing and achieving our dreams. Jupiter and Pisces is just saying we have to have trust 
and faith in ourselves and believe was, you know, Saturn and Aquarius is saying, believe in these wishes, make these wishes, go beyond the laws of form and you will have all that you desire. So next time I'll talk a lot more about the solar eclipse that's happening on June 10th. It's been so great to drop in and speak with you today about the astrology for this week. I hope you have a wonderful week and may you always be at the right place at the right time. Until next week, much peace, love, and blessings.